Hey there. Yes, you. There are no coincidences. So you are here because you need to be. So please listen closely. Now, I'd like to welcome you to the Parenting with Confidence podcast. First, I will start off by telling you just a little bit about myself, because this is not about me, but you know, you should know who I am. Then I'll tell you why I am doing this podcast. And we'll close off with a little bit of homework. Yes, homework. Now, I found out that, I'll just say no. To start off, I never liked homework because I thought, well, I don't want to do anything. I just want to know the things. You know, give it to me by osmosis. Why don't I have to do something? And I realized nothing happens without action. So I actually had to do something to get somewhere, right? To make change. It's like putting that 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 foot one step in front of the, the other. We have to do something to make that change happen. So anyway, um, yeah, so we'll start off with, we'll close off there. My name is Teresa Alexander Inman. I am a mother of two amazing young men. One of them's with Jesus, but I still consider him, you know, like I'm not going to say I had a son. No, I have two sons um, because it's hard for me to put him in the past tense because he's not. Memories are still so fresh. Anyway, I digress. And I have a beautiful, beautiful, I mean, inside and out beautiful granddaughter um, who is my sunshine. Unfortunately, she lives in a different country. So it's, you know, grandmothering from afar. Anyway, yeah. So again, like I said, I wanted you to know a little bit about me and this is it. Um, My younger son, Lee, was born prematurely and that was difficult. I mean, he was two and a half pounds and which meant he had to be in the hospital for two and a half months. Well, he was in the hospital for two and a half months. I'm not sure if it meant that, but he was. And um, it was not easy. You know, looking at my baby with wires attached to him and, you know, all these monitors constantly going, it was, it wasn't easy at all. By the grace of God, after we took him home, you know, we worked with him, honestly. And like I said, you know, we parent so much on autopilot. I'm not sure what I did, but I just know that he's okay today. He's great today. He, you know, he has no developmental disabilities because I'm guessing and I'm hoping that I followed the instructions of the people who told me what to do. Um, so that being said, I still wonder what I could have done to make things better. Because no matter where you are, you always think you can do better, right? We always know, we feel that we could do better. So I wonder what could I have done better? And I want to help you not have those same questions. I mean, my baby is 36 now and I still have those questions. And um, yeah, so I want to help you be present with your parenting so you can embrace those moments, right? I remember my boy's first steps. 
Um, and I don't know if I remember their first words, you know, like those things, those important things. And it still tugs at me. Like, did I do, um, you know, all the things when I should have done all the things, I don't know. So I'm help, I'm here to help you with all the things or as many of the things that I can think about and those that I can't, please feel free to provide feedback, ask questions. We'll get you those answers. If I don't know them, I will research them and get them to you. So before we go into podcasting, into, you know, anything else, I want you to take care of you because we have to have that foundation. If you don't take care of yourself, I know you think, well, I haven't taken care of myself yet and I'm a great parent, but are you though? I'm not knocking you, I'm not, but I'm just saying, are you present? Because if we're not present, we miss so much. You know, I, like I said, I still question myself today. Was I always present? I mean, I don't know that I was because there are some days, even now my husband would, would be talking to me and he's, you know, he'd say, well, you're not here. No, I am 20 minutes from now you know, or two hours ago, processing what happened and planning what's going to happen. Um, or just so exhausted that I can't think. <laughs> so which one of those boxes can you check? Anyway, so yes, so I really do want to help you by getting you in a place where you are prepared to absorb information, prepared to learn and take that information and use it to become a better parent, to help um, you just be more effective with your child. So, because, you know, I don't want you to, you know, start when you're burnt out or facing an illness, you know, start taking care of yourself now. Please, your baby needs you. And if your baby was doing this, you would say, baby, you need to take care of yourself. So I'm going to tell you, baby, you need to take care of yourself so that you can better take care of your baby or babies. Because what a lot of us don't realize, our babies see what we do and model it. So regardless what you say, they're going to do what you do. So if they don't see you taking care of yourself, what are the chances that they're going to take care of themselves? Hmm? Right? It's just like, and I use this so often, but a parent, you know, puffing on a cigarette and telling their baby not to smoke and wonder why later on their baby smoked. Because it's not a do as you say not as you do world, it's a do as you do because of the fact that we have something called the mirror gene, which is how we learn, right? By seeing others do things. And because we're learning that way, you know, a lot of our learning is that way, we're going to do what you do, not what you say, okay? Um, because two, if you say it and you don't model it for us, how are we going to know exactly how to do something? right? It's just like saying, make a cake, but giving me no directions. You've never, you haven't shown me how to do it. You haven't guided me through it. You're just saying, do it. We know that doesn't work. Okay. So I want you to really think 
about taking care of yourself and noting that self-care is not selfish. It is actually selfless, right? You should be proud to say that you take care of yourself because it's again, like it's building a foundation. Then your house will not crumble because you've got this. You know, you do those small things like maybe taking a walk, right? Just all by yourself, just to smell the roses and, you know, open your arms out in the, to the breeze and just feel it on your face, feel the sun on your face or the cool air on your face, depending on where you are. Uh, read a book, right? Meditate. Sing at the top of your lungs, which is actually one of my favorites. When I clean, I like to sing at the top of my lungs. Um, to my husband's chagrin, of course, because he's like, um, do you have to like, well, you weren't home when I started, so we'll just continue pretending you're not here right now because I'm enjoying this moment, <laughs> right? Because it's about me right now. Like, you know, um, buy flowers for yourself, right? Dance, you know, turn your favorite music and dance, but do something to take care of yourself, please. Right? And I found meditation to be really helpful in not only keeping me present, but keeping me from getting so upset at the small things that used to trigger me. You know, I work with children with behavioral problems um, in addition to, you know, children with autism and ADHD and all of that. But working with children with behavioral problems can be very stressful and it's easy to get triggered. Because what happens when a child slaps you across the face? You still have to keep you cool because you can't swing, you know, pull back and slap them back. No, you have to be able to remain present and remember that they are babies who have learned this behavior that you're working on them unlearning, right? That I'm working on them unlearning. So I have to remain present. I have to remain calm. I have to, I can't be triggered at all of these things. And I found medication, meditation, no, not medication, meditation has been very helpful um, with that. So before I leave you, right, to go and pick up that book or take that walk or buy yourself some flowers or just sit and, and just breathe, we're going to take a few moments to breathe, right? To be present, to calm are what some people call circuits, calm our amygdala, you know, just relax our bodies. We're going to do the four, seven, eight breath. So we're going to breathe in for four. One, two, three, four. Hold your breath for seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then breathe out slowly. For a count of eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now let's do it again. I can feel it already. So I suggest that when, you know, just on a regular basis, 
meditate or take deep breaths if you don't have time. Or if, you know, they say, um, somebody made the comment, if Oprah can meditate, all of us can, right? And if you feel you're too busy to meditate, this is why you should be meditating. So let's try that. Give it a go. And, um, and again, don't forget, pick up a book, sing, do something, right? That is your homework. Find something that you enjoy and make the time to do it. And I will see you next time. Parent with confidence.